Hello, and welcome to day two of our 21-day pelvic health challenge. I hope that you guys were able to take some time yesterday to sit down and think about what you're hoping to gain from the next three weeks after listening to day one, and that you're ready to dive in and learn about all things pelvic health. Today's topic is one that I decided to put right at the beginning of the challenge because it's one that is actually so important and one that will likely take a significant amount of practice for many of us to master. And despite its importance, believe it or not, it isn't a topic most of you were likely expecting me to talk about, maybe at all or maybe just this early on. What today's challenge is all about is actually our mindset and about gratitude as it relates to our body. And I do know that for some of you, this might sound like exactly the opposite um, thing you signed up for when it came to this challenge. So you wanted the concrete evidence-based answers about how to optimize your pelvic, pelvic health. But this is actually where I tell you that there are absolutely concrete evidence-based answers that tell us just how important this aspect of our mindset is when it comes to optimizing not only our pelvic health, but our overall health. And when it comes to reducing any symptoms that you may have, if you're someone that experiences them. So the research is sound and the research is there. So I know a lot of times this can feel like it's more new age kind of unscientific stuff, but the truth is that's not the case whatsoever. We know this stuff matters. And here's what I'll say. It is really easy in the craziness of life, in the craziness of the world, um, with social media, with popular media, to get stuck thinking about all of the ways your body isn't serving you or all of the ways that you are unhappy with it or all of the ways you feel like it could be better. We focus on that extra weight we gained over the course of the pandemic or about how our low back pain is just so freaking annoying. We spend our free moments trying to convince ourselves not to go get that scone from the bakery or telling us ourselves that we have to have this epic long workout later, usually for reasons that are associated with shame and guilt instead of reasons of joy and love. And if we're someone who is dealing with any sort of pelvic floor symptoms, let's say incontinence or painful, uh, painful sex, for example, then we'll go over our brains in our brains. Why does this happening? Why isn't it getting better? What did I do to make this happen? Will I always live like this? And we will just ruminate on all of these questions all of the time. Now, I imagine there's probably a lot of you guys that are nodding your heads because this may resonate with you. This might be something that you realize you're doing. I know I've been there in the past. I remember saying to friends of mine, like, if I could just stop thinking about my body in this way, like, I swear I would have like 70% of my day free, like, bam, like right there. Like I would have so much brain power. Imagine what I could do with all of that time and energy and mental like focus. Um, because a lot of times these thoughts are just continuous and we can't necessarily stop them. And I don't want you guys to misunderstand what I'm saying. 
that low back pain that you have might actually be super annoying. And those pelvic floor symptoms, like painful sex and incontinence, they're absolutely no fun. And there's definitely something we want to address and work on and improve. So there's definitely thought that should go into it. But focusing and ruminating just on all of the negative aspects on our body, the negative aspects, I may add that are oftentimes not truths, but instead perceptions that we put on ourselves. This keeps our focus on these things at all times. It keeps us in what's this automatic negative thinking pattern, right? It essentially conditions us to always focus on these negative things, which in turn, believe it or not, leads us to find even more negative things that we can ruminate on. And this feedback loop just continues, right? If we're feeling crappy about ourselves, we're going to subconsciously, not really knowing we're doing this, but we're going to find all of the things that prove us right about why our body is sucky or why we need to be better, right? We're going to really focus on that. And we're not necessarily going to see all the positives or all the amazing things that our body does for us. And what we know, what the research actually shows is that how you feel about your body. So how you feel about your body can absolutely impact how you feel in your body. So what I mean by that is how you feel about your body affects how you think about it in a positive or negative light, right? So it influences the recovery if we're dealing with pain or injury or any sort of symptoms um, in either, again, a positive or negative way. So if we're always thinking negatively, then that recovery is going to be impeded. And that's because if you're always focusing on what your body is lacking or where it's quote unquote failing you, if you're always focusing on pain, you might be experiencing, well, then your nervous system is essentially dialed all the way up and it's going to jump the gun and alarming you to any potential danger. In other words, everything is going to feel scary and dangerous and nerve wracking and anxiety inducing. And it's just going to make it that much harder to make lasting change. And not only that, our muscles can actually respond as if they are being threatened when we're feeling this way. So if we are feeling very negative, if kind of our nervous system is dialed up, like I just said, then our muscles will often tense and tighten. They may become overworked. They may become weak. They can cause symptoms. And if we're talking about pelvic health here, that can include symptoms like incomplete bladder emptying, having an urge to go to the washroom or simply frequently having to go and right. So going every hour or or more potentially, it can cause symptoms like incontinence, burning, itching, aching, low back pain, hip pain, painful sex, headaches, jaw pain, among so many other things. So as you can see, how we think and where our mindset focuses or where our mind focuses can really, really influence our physical health as well. It's kind of like speaking, an example I always give is it's kind of like speaking another language. So say I'm learning Italian. 
the more I practice Italian, the better and more fluent I'm going to be at ta- about, about speaking it, right? So the more Italian I speak, the better I'm going to be at conversing with others in Italian. And then obviously the opposite is true. The less I speak it, the less fluent I will be. And the, you know, the less good, I think that's terrible English grammar, but the less good I will be at conversing with someone. And if we're constantly in our head having this feedback loop of negative self-talk, that's a language we want to stop talking because then we're going to, if we're constantly having that negative self-talk, we're just going to get really, really, really good at that negative self-talk, right? It's just going to become natural and easy. And we're not going to have to think about it because it's just going to happen. But if we can stop ruminating on all the ways that we feel our bodies aren't serving us. And instead, if we can focus on the positive things, the good things, the amazing things that our body does and what it's allowed us to do. And that's a language we want to speak a little bit more of. And this is what brings me to gratitude. I know, again, many of you might be thinking, why are we talking about this? But I hope you realize a little bit so far the importance of it. And I think most of you guys know or understand that the mind and body are connected. And the other thing we always talk about is how exercising and a good, healthy nutrition plan can lead to improved mental health, right? So I can assume that we all agree on all of those things. Well, research is actually starting to show, scientific research, by the way, that the opposite is also true. So it's not only exercise and a good, healthy diet leads to improved mental health, but focusing on the mind first can lead to an improved physical health. In fact, some neuroscientists are actually arguing that focusing on the mind first is more beneficial because what they say is a lot of the time when we focus on the physical intervention, so let's say exercise and diet, that can be really difficult to either find the motivation to start or to keep people motivated to maintain. And what they found that if instead, not instead, but if we kind of focus on gratitude, right? Especially in the beginning, it can basically improve all of this and just really uplift everything. Gratitude has been, I have a note here. Gratitude has been shown. There's so many like bullets on this list. I'm not going to go over it all, but so it's been shown to make you more likely to engage in exercise. You'll feel less aches, pains, or any symptoms that you might be experiencing often when you regularly practice gratitude. You'll have reduced stress and anxiety levels, which is also going to have a huge effect on how those muscles of our body are feeling and the tension that they might hold. You're going to get improved sleep, increased emotional well-being, among so many other things. So gratitude really and truly is in the research now and has huge, huge benefits. So if we flip back to thinking specifically about how we feel in our body, about the stories that we tell ourselves, the self-talk that we have. What I want you to think about right now is how do you feel? Do you feel resentment to your body for giving you a hard time or for giving you symptoms or not working the way that you want it to be? Do you feel resentment? Do you feel envious maybe of some of the other bodies around you about what they're capable of or about how they look? 
And I'm not saying feeling like this is, is wrong. It's natural that we all feel like this, but is there a way that we can flip it? And can we instead maybe feel grateful for all that it has done for us and all that it continues to allow us to do? Now, if when you think about this, or as I was saying this, if you're kind of reflecting on your own self-talk, if you realize that maybe a lot of your self-talk is negative, perhaps on how it looks or how it functions or both, think about how that is going to make you feel and how it's going to make you treat your body, even without consciously knowing, right? And imagine you were talking to your best friend, your sister, your daughter, the way that you talk to yourself. Would you ever do that? Would you speak to them that way? What would you say to them instead? So today's homework is homework that if I'm being honest, you're probably going to want to repeat every day for the next 21 days and beyond that. And something that you're going to have to be intentional with at the beginning until you can break that automatic negative thinking. And just like building a muscle, this is going to take time, time until we can change it. So our inner voice stops skewing towards half empty and starts skewing towards half full. And that's okay that it takes time, right? A lot of this stuff is work, but it's a big reason why I wanted to talk about this early on, because if we can just spend a few moments a day focusing on gratitude and trying to consciously and intentionally flip our mindset, it can be really powerful. So for your homework, I want you to reflect and write down a list of all the wonderful things your body has and continues to allow you to do. Things that you are grateful that your body allows you to do. So this could be things like it allowed me, it gave me the opportunity to birth two incredible children. It uh, enables me to walk to work every day. It helps me do all of the things I love. It lets me carry my children and chase them around the park. It helps me walk my dog or not helps me. It allows me to walk my dog every day. Maybe it provides me with joy and sexual pleasure. Maybe it helps me serve others in the way that I want to help them. Maybe it's carried me quite literally to the part of life that I am today. And I also want you to try to reframe any negative symptoms you might have or aspects of your body to positive ones. So an example of this, what I mean by this is thinking about something like a C-section scar. So if you've delivered a baby via C-section, for some women that can be um, kind of a negative thing because that scar might represent to them a birth that went the way that they didn't want it to go or it might represent a birth that was pretty freaking scary right um so it can be really challenging and those are entirely valid and okay feelings to have but if you can reframe or or kind of shift that thought process about that part of your body or that that negative emotion you have regarding that part of your body you can think of it like this that scar literally allowed or or represents your baby being born into this world a day that your life changed for the better so it might not have gone how you wanted but 
again, it represents the birth of your beautiful babes. And that's just an example, but there's many I have, I mean, I know it's not as profound, but I have scars after a knee surgery. And I just remember the years prior to my surgery being kind of unable to do kind of that high level stuff I wanted to do or go play volleyball with my friends in the sand or, or simple things like this. And so, yeah, I have scars on my knee, but those scars represent the next step that was really enabling me to get back to all the things I love. So I am grateful for those scars. And reframing how you feel about your body is not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. But one of the most surprising things you guys will probably realize as you start to shift this mindset is actually how much less time you think about your body. And in a good way, I mean, right? You'll stop ruminating on all that negative self-talk and you'll realize just how much more brain space there'll be. It's like I said earlier on in this episode when I was talking to my friend and and said, you know, I swear like 70% of my brain power is just like feeling bad about myself. And once you get past that, you're like, wow, I can be creative because I have this brain that's not ruminating and focusing on all of this negative stuff. And it's pretty powerful when you finally notice that shift happening. And lastly, I'll I'll leave you guys with this because again, I, I think I'm talking more than I intended to at the beginning of this, but I know this is only day two, but of all the lessons that you're going to learn over the course of the next three weeks, if this is the literally only one you guys stick with, then you're going to end these three weeks still feeling better than you started them. That's how powerful this is. That's how powerful it is to flip our mindset, focus on gratitude and stop ruminating on all of the perceived negative things that we feel about our body. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. I know it might not have been what you were expecting, but I really want you to take some time, reflect again, think of all of the things your body lets you do and, and be happy and appreciative and grateful for it. And I'm excited to bring you day three tomorrow. Have a good one guys.